everybody, Barry here from Turning the Page Podcast again. Alright, let's do this. I've seen it all. Through the eyes of my half-dead body, I watch them come, look, and then go. Will no one stop to do what I cannot do for myself? I am alone, and no one wants to engage connect, look upon my swollen face and my, and pierce my life with some hope. It's a gift of power I need. I need someone to cross the line and do what I cannot do for myself. Look, uh, abuse in whatever form it comes has a nasty way of taking the life out of you. You're left feeling less than others. You're small, weak and insignificant. You get stripped of something of the gloriousness that you once were. Abuse that harms doesn't have to fit into the major categories of sexual abuse or violence. It could be a little well-aimed slight by a child in the schoolyard, a put-down by a bully, a lack of basic essentials such as affirming touch and encouragement. No one escapes the blows and cuts from living in a broken world. Unfortunately, many of our wounds can remain untreated or under-treated for our lifetime. Many people who come to Turning the Page website come because they um, pray into an internet search engine the words, God, I want to die. But I wonder what it would be like to say or to pray, God, I want to be fully alive. I don't want to be half dead. I want a life where I'm fully alive, where wounds have been changed into scars, abuse cuts and traumas have become healthy beauty marks and toned muscle. The harm now brings something of God's life to others, and as we connect, we mouth-to-mouth resuscitate those who robbers and thieves have violated. What would it be like to be fully alive? Jesus tells a story about power. A man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among the thieves, who stripped him of his clothing and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. By a chance, a priest came down that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to that place, looked at him and passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him, bound up his wound, pouring in oil and wine. Then he set him on his own donkey, and brought him into an inn, and took care of him. The next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper, and said to take care of to him, Take care of him, I'll repay for whatever else you spend when I return. And um, the two denarii, well a denarii was worth a day's wages, so he gave him two days' wages. In Jesus' story, we find a man experiencing the effect of power over. He had been assaulted, robbed, and left half dead. Thieves, robbers, bullies, tyrants had stolen something of his glorious humanity. Perhaps a fellow human was the only way to restore something of power within. If you were to look through the eyes of the dying man, what would you see? What expressions of power would your heart engage with? with? Perhaps it comes down to three questions. Are you with me in my need? Are you against me in my need? Are you ambivalent about my need? Power within, power against, power without. 
What does this dying man see? I think he sees four types of power. The first power is power withheld. The eyes see the avoiders, those who create the void. They have the power to do something, but they hold back. Maybe it was a sense of, or a fear of inadequacy. Perhaps they were too busy, or they were holding on to some sense of self-importance. Let's not make excuses for those who withhold good. Instead, we can all do for one what we could wish we could do for everyone. Second type of power is power over. He had already seen the violence of power over relationships, but now another human was moving towards him. But this was a different expression of power over. This was someone doing for him what he could not do for himself. People often use this parable as a justification for rescuing people. Yes, this was a rescue mission because he could not do what was needed for himself. One of the most challenging and saddest moments of my life was when I worked at the coalface of people with mental illness and I'd encounter people so unwell with their illness that they could not make rational, well-thought-out decisions. Illness had thrown them into a ditch. Into a ditch. There was typically a psychosis involved. They were lost in a ditch of hearing, seeing, and feeling things that no one else was experiencing. Often they were, in, often they were a danger to themselves and others. I would have to use power over, and call others who had formal power by law to take this person into care. So it was power over, but not to take something away from them. More so, it was to give them something back. The Samaritan did what the man could not do for himself. Third type of power is power with. Now, I love this, this form of power the best. It's the idea that I will do what I can do, you will do what you can do, and together we will make a difference. The Samaritan went to be with the half-dead man. He crossed the lines. He poured out the oil and wine to clean and disinfect. Bandages were bound around the wounds. And I wonder if these little strips of cloth came from his clothes being ripped apart. This was withness in deepest connection. Then the fourth type of power is power given. The power with transfers into enabling others to give power to the recovery process. The Samaritan knows that others can help in ways that he can't. He uses his money Two days' wages and the promise of more to ensure empowerment continues. So he is giving power to the innkeeper to help. Something happens in this man. The power within him begins to grow. Strength returns to. Just got interrupted. <laughs> um, strength returns to his body and also to his soul. Perhaps because he was experience, has experienced both the worst of power and the best, he now has a deeper awareness of humanity. It is lovely to see someone grow in their internal power. They begin to see the lines of their unique shape take shape. They see those who have, all, those who have used power over badly. They see those who have withheld power and leave them alone. But then they begin to see those with them and want to continue to be with them. As a result, inner beauty and strength grow. Something both glorious and good begins to grow within the soul. Its beauty and strength begins to transform the dangerous roads we travel on. Its love is unstoppable and dangerous, and it must have release. 
and east nun says, and the day came when the wrist to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the wrist it took to blossom. These four types of power play a part in all our lives. The power that will transform you will enter your ditch and be with you. Bruce Coburn says, it's your eyes I want to see looking into mine. You've got you, got you live on my mind all the time. Here's some quotes. Therapists accomplish good results because they are lovers, in the personal sense of the word, and not experts. Only genuine, unpurchasable love does what needs to be done in the human soul. Larry Crabb. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Christ taught us that the supernatural power of your neighbour is the exchange of compassion and gratitude which happens in a flash between two beings, one possessing and the other deprived of human personality. One of the two is only a little piece of flesh, naked, inert and bleeding beside a ditch. He is nameless. No one knows anything about him. Those who pass by this thing scarcely notice it, and a few minutes afterward do not even know they saw it. Only one stops and turns his attention towards it. The, the actions that follow are just the automatic effect of this moment of attention. Simone Wheel. Giving and receiving unconditional love is the most effective and powerful way to personal wholeness and happiness. John Bradshaw. We live in the shelter of each other. Celtic saying. I don't see how we can show anybody we love them if we do not sacrifice for them. Richard Raw. Sacrifice of oneself for the other is simply love in its latter stages. It's a very old-fashioned word. Richard Raw. Questions. Number one. Which of these four types of power grab your attention? Two. How can we cultivate more power with in our relationships? Lines get crossed all the time. What type of power helps restore the soul? And four, we are all travelling from a Jerusalem to a Jericho. What has happened on your pilgrimage? Hey, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, barry at turningthepage.co.nz and just um, thank you to those people who regularly give a little bit of money to help support what I'm doing here. So appreciate it. Thanks. Bye.